Welcome to the Vegan Life Coach Podcast, where we coach you to coach yourself. And now it's time to become plant empowered with your co-hosts, 25-year vegan Ella Majors and mindset master Stephanie Aguilar. Hey, hey, Empower Vegan Lifers, Ella here with my co-host. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Ella. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's really chilly here in Kansas City. I am so sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I love, you know, I love the chilly weather. I am so glad to hear that, honestly, because we talked about this on a, on one of the recent episodes about our, our hearts being very sensitive, you know, getting more sensitive. My heart hurts for people that are cold. <laughs> like, 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 I'm not even kidding. Like, I hate the cold so much. And I know that hate, I rarely use that word, but I hate the cold weather. And literally, I forget sometimes, not going to lie, being in Miami, we have no seasons. It, it, you know, it's pretty much always the same. No, that's not true. The winter's amazing here. But when it drops below 70, I am the biggest bitch. I'm not going to lie. I am the biggest wimp, Stephanie. So anyway, I will try not to waste my my hurt heart on you being chilly. No, don't. Because I actually hate being over 70 degrees. I know that that's really silly and summer is a wonderful time of year, but winter is my favorite time of year. I love, I love cold weather actually. So bless your heart. I'm so glad (laughs) (laughs) you hot toddy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is going to stick. That's so funny. That is so going to stick. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, episode (laughs) 30. Yeah. Three? 33? 31? No, it's 31 or 32. It's 31 or 32. It's in the 30s, though. I think it's 32. Nope, I think it's 31. Anyway, um, not the one with Anne, obviously. Uh, so the other one. But we're going to yeah. carry that one through. That yeah. is Hot that toddy. is a new nickname. That Hot Toddy. Our, that's our new uh, nickname. I called you that earlier today, too. You <laughs> did. Yeah. You did. And anyway... Moving right along. Yeah. How's everything in, in your world, in your family, with your speaking of fur families? How's <laughs> how's Mr. Hemi? You know, Hemi gave us kind of a scare this morning. It was it was it, it turns out to be a funny story, but we were actually very panicked about it. We uh the kids and I got up and we had breakfast and we were just sitting around the table enjoying breakfast together and talking and whatever. And all of a sudden we realized that Hemi wasn't around and Hemi is always around. Hemi's mm-hmm. always around. So we started kind of looking for him. Hemi's not an early riser. I should preface all of this by saying <laughs> Hemi likes to sleep in. <laughs> and so anyway, we, we were kind of looking around and we went by the front door and the front door was just a little bit cracked. And we were like, Oh no, Oh no. Hemi maybe decided to go out on his own, which he is, he has never done before. And I mean, he just, he doesn't even use a leash. I mean, he sticks right by us. And so we, you're his we, people. We're his people. And we, yeah, he, we, and yeah, he's not going anywhere or, you know, at this point we thought maybe he had. So we went and looked around the neighborhood. The neighborhood's really small. So, but we looked everywhere calling out his name and couldn't find him. So I ran back in the house. I was going to get the keys 
to the car thinking we got to go a little bit further out. And I ran into my bedroom and looked over on the other side of the bed. And there he was just cuddled up in my duvet. He was just, you couldn't see him. He was just, (laughs) he was just cuddled up, just lying there. Yeah. So he was all cuddled up inside the covers. So, so snuggled in that you couldn't even see his head. It was just... (laughs) So he slept in while the rest of the entire family was, was we, were out, we were out looking for him. Oh my gosh. And that's hilarious. He was sleeping soundly. How how old is Hemi? Like about Well, I when we got him last year, they said he was about one. So he's probably around two. I mean, I He don't just know. likes to sleep in. He just likes he does. He's like a little old man. It gets to be <laughs> eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. And he, <laughs> he has a ritual he jump, and he's done for the day. Like he doesn't even want to, he doesn't want to go outside. Treats don't motivate him, which normally he's very food motivated, but no, he, he, he gets up on the couch and he snuggles whoever's closest and he falls asleep at eight thirty or nine. And then in the morning he gets up on school days only gets up and I make him <laughs> a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> As I make my son his peanut butter jelly sandwiches, I make him a peanut butter sandwich and he eats the peanut butter sandwich, goes outside and then he goes back to bed Oh my gosh! for at least another two to three hours usually. So, but this morning being a weekend, we did not, there was no peanut butter sandwich. It was just Hemi sleeping, <laughs> sleeping in my bed very soundly. That's hilarious. Yeah. Shy is, she's very unpredictable when it comes to her morning routine. Some days, five o'clock in the morning rolls around and she's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) You want to take me out now? (laughs) Hi, hi. I want to lick your face. And I'm going to, you know, paw. you you know, when they, does Timmy do the the paw, like, like kind of puts his paw on your hand? Oh, when he wants you to pet him. He has many, we, we have, Hemi's very expressive with his paws. He has a, he has a power paw. That he just hit, he just throws up when he's done with something. <laughs> he has a peace paw that he kind of paws at you in the air when when you're mad at him. And then he also, when he wants something, he just puts his paw right on like your knee or your hand, like you're t- describing. Mm-hmm. And we call that the please paw. Wow. I That's know. impressive. That's very impressive. Yeah. So some days she's like <laughs> five o'clock. She's like, let's go. And then other days she slept until 10 o'clock in the morning. The other the other morning. Yeah. And I have to, I have to say she is a, a 10 pound chihuahua. She has 80, 80 pound dog poops. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to lie. Oh my gosh. It's, no, you would not believe I've seen other chihuahuas in their little, little tiny, like their little tiny poos, you know? No, no, no. You would never ever guess that her poo came out of her and i'm sorry to talk about poo i'm getting so used to talking about poo as we get hugs and kisses up and running (laughs) Anne and i if you listen to that episode we are talking poo so now it's very nonchalant i can just talk about poo but yes her poos and it's it's got to be because she eats so many vegetables i would i would assume she's got this great vegan dog food she loves and then her snack is cucumbers she she I, i don't I don't think you can overdo cucumbers. They're so little, like few calories. She can eat like an entire small cucumber. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hemi's Hemi's very productive in that department too, but he eats the same. He eats the same dog food that Shy eats and he he eats carrots. He likes carrots. Cooked or or raw? Raw. He'll eat just about anything, honestly. But he doesn't like, he does not like cucumbers. He thinks those are not for him. Yeah, but broccoli is a big one, but no, that's the only raw vegetable she likes. Then she likes, of course, peas and carrots, but cooked and and, and broccoli. She yeah. really, really likes broccoli. So yeah. really interesting. Well, speaking of of the fur family and the holidays, so we're into December. Can you can you freaking believe that? You know, this year has seemed like a decade and <laughs> <laughs> and 15 minutes all at the same time. I mean, it's just so bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. There is not a better word to describe it as bizarre. Yes. So holidays. We've had Thanksgiving already, but let's move forward. And we've got a month full of holidays, depending on depending on what you observe. Uh, but lots of food. Lots of food. Lots of normally lots of family time, extended family time as well. All of which can be really stressful to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this year, we've got some extra challenges with uh, with the pandemic. I know people are going to be changing up their routines. And I love, you know, we're such a great couple because we've got very different situations. Okay. And we can, you know, different p- types of people with different situations can relate to either one of us in one way or another. So I want to I want to hear about what you're doing and what you have done with a blended family. Mm-hmm. I started calling it a blended family in terms of vegans and non-vegans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel, I feel like my situation is very unique and not many people are as fortunate as, as I am. For those of you who don't know, I went uh, vegetarian at the age of seven, vegan at 15. And one by one, my family members joined me over the years. So my mom's here in Miami as well. She is vegan. My sister's vegan. Her husband's vegan. Her three children are vegan. And that's my cousin's almost vegan. So anyway, we've got a lot of vegans getting together. That makes it pretty freaking easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. But you don't have the same situation. No, no, I don't. In fact, I have kind of the opposite situation where there's a lot of people that are very in my family that are that are still eating quite a bit of meat making up quite a bit of their diet and and that's all a part of the holiday tradition is you know what you know the the prime rib and the ham and the I mean I could go on and that's like the centerpiece so yeah so you know a few years ago when I went vegan then I decided we were going to do things a little bit differently but not tear away those those things, but just, I would make, I would make what I thought was appropriate and they could, they could add to it if they wanted to. This year will be different because it's just us. We aren't um, venturing out. So it will be a vegan holiday. So what, what do you normally do in terms of getting together with others? Yeah. So, so normally we get together with my family, my family's in Nebraska and we get to, there's, you know, lots of us and we get together, but we're not doing that this year. We're, we're going to stick pretty close to home. I think that one of the, I'm actually looking forward to it. Now, I don't know how I'll feel on the day of, but I'm actually looking, kind of looking forward to a slower pace during the holidays and just enjoying my kids. 
I feel like I've set myself up really well for this because our little family saying is our traditions are we have no traditions. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not the magical mom. I don't spread holiday cheer all over the house. I don't make things. I'm the, I'm the every day I'm going to be beside you, you know, doing normal, regular things, but this year will be a little bit different. And I'm really, I'm really anxious to see how the country as a whole responds to this, because I think the holidays are such a stressful time. And I'm wondering how things are going to look for a lot of people, you know, are, is it going to come down on the side of, you know, taking a deep breath, like I am and making this, you know, more about my immediate family and slowing down and, and not, it won't be so stressful or are people going to be, you know, really, really disappointed and even more stressed out because traditions can't necessarily continue as usual or elated because you can't stand your extended family. There's always that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about, my family, if any of my family's watching, that's, I'm not suggesting that just (laughs) FYI. But, but yeah, I think it's interesting as well when you're talking about kind of throwing tradition out the window is just what you've already been doing in a sense, you know, having tradition, but not making it like we're going to be missing out if we don't do the exact same thing and setting that up. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I'm, those of you who know me, I, I don't have much tradition about anything. If society says do something, I'm going to be like, well, let me think about that. (laughs) Is that really something I want to do? Because yeah, I don't abide by, I follow the good rules is what I always say. Yeah. You know? know? Yeah. And I, I feel that way about myself. I, for a long time, I carried a lot of mom guilt. I do Mm -hmm. anyway, but Mm -hmm. I did around the holidays. So I feel like, you know, we are not, we, we haven't been entrenched in tradition. So I think that I come from a different perspective in the holiday season. Yeah. And this, this episode is coming out in plenty of time for people to start to prepare mentally. Yeah. Which is why we wanted to go ahead and, and, and talk about this. What would you say, Stephanie, in terms of kind of coaching people yeah. coming and going into the holidays and, and mentally preparing for what that looks like for, for possible disappointment, changes in tradition, extra stress. If you are trying to travel, you know, there's just, mm-hmm. there's so much to unpack here, but I'm trying to think of the, you know, the things that people will likely struggle with the most and some strategies around those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the first thing I would do is make, take inventory. What's going to be really important to you? What, what are some of the things that you do every single year that you, that, that you would just absolutely miss that you, that really would trigger you um, into that disappointment and depression around the holidays and, and then build your holiday season around those things. There, when you make your list, you're probably going to find that there are so many holiday traditions that you don't even really enjoy, you know, that, mm-hmm. that there's things there's, that you rush around and that you, you do that you've done just because they are tradition. And you can go ahead and leave those out. The other, <gasps> oh, yeah. Just thought of something. That was, <laughs> that was sudden. <laughs> when I get an idea in my head. There's no, there's no stopping you. Please let me remember what, what that was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, 
letting, letting go, go. Yeah. letting go, which was the same episode, I believe as the hot toddy. It was letting go and hot toddy were together. So now, you know, the name of the, sh- of the episode, since we don't know the number, go to the letting go episode. You can learn about letting go, which will help you in the strategies that Stephanie is sharing with you. And you can learn all about hot toddy. You can learn all about hot toddy. So maybe, <laughs> maybe letting go and drinking a hot toddy will be that new tradition that you develop that will endure for years and years. Yeah. I love it. I love it when things work out like that. I do too. I do too. Okay. Now I'm sure I'd messed up your train of thought too. Yeah, a little, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I don't know where I was going with any of that. No, gosh, that was so my fault with my. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it wasn't that big of an idea, but it seemed like a really, really important point in my head. It like came to the forefront and I couldn't even hold it in, Stephanie. Well, I think that it is. I think it's a really important idea because at the at the base of all of this is that it, it, there will be a lot of releasing and letting go this year. Letting, go. you know, letting go of those expectations, letting go of, you know, the way you thought 2020 holiday season would be and And not taking things for granted. That's where you were in terms of taking a look, taking that inventory. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Don't, yeah, don't, you don't have to engage in the things that you don't want to engage in basically, you know, you can, you you can design this, this holiday season, just like you're designing the rest of your life, you know? So boom. Yeah. Boom. Design this holiday season, just like you're designing the rest of your life, (laughs) taking your power, owning your power Mm -hmm. and putting that energy out there. Absolutely. Love it. And this year you get to do it in comfortable clothes. (sighs) My favorite thing. I know, right? What are your comfy clothes? Well, I, I, the moment I come into my house, I, I put on my slippers. What kind of slippers do you have? I have, they're bionics and they, they're like a Buffalo check. You want to see it? Are they like close to? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. They look like this. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, I really like them. I really like them. Can you walk outside in them? I I can. I, you know, I bought them initially for, you know, like to be in the house, but yeah, I can. And I often do. And occasionally I forget that I have them on and then I walk into stores with them on, (laughs) which I've done several times. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I love that. Oh, you know what I had? I wonder how many people I'm curious have a onesie. I had, I forgot. It was one of those Oprah's greatest things or, you know, when she comes out with her top things and this was many years ago, but it was basically like a onesie for like for, for winter with the foot, the footies and everything. And it was like a combo, like you're wearing a blanket, but it had legs and footies and it looked ridiculous. <laughs> it didn't have a, a flap to go to the bathroom, but that's the only, that's the only modification I'd make. That's so funny. I, you know, I had a pair of something similar, but I hated them and I had to cut the feet out because mm. it annoyed me. All right. So holidays, letting, letting go of just old patterns that aren't serving you. And this is such an opportunity, I feel like, to to be able to take a look at that 
and we take it for granted every year. This is just what we do. This is what we've done for years and years and years. And all of a sudden we have this, this, this pause. Yeah. Kind of a forced pause to, to take a look at that. And that could really change things for the better for years and years to come. Yeah. For people. Yeah, I think so. I think we've been editing all year long. You know, what are the essentials of life? What is what is essential to my social life? What is essential to my mental health? What is essential to my health? And so we've been editing all year long and finding that there's so many things that we have piled and packed into our lives that just aren't serving us anyway. And the holiday season is is even more concentrated in those things. So I think that, I think you're right. I think this is an amazing opportunity to really take a peek at that and enjoy, enjoy your time by yourself, enjoy your time together with your family. And you know what I, I think we should, do you think we should have a, a, an episode on veganizing your favorite holiday meals? Like maybe a guest. That would be a lot of fun. So one uh, one Thanksgiving, my dad, who's an artist, he he actually created out of tofu, like literally sculpted a turkey out of tofu, and then he had like a little red pepper for the gobble thing. What is that called? I call it a gobble. <laughs> this is why these Miami girls opening a farm sanctuary is so funny because I don't know the technical name for that yet. And I have turkey stories. I don't think we're going to have a turkey, but I have a love affair with Ragnar. Conscious oh, Muscle Jordan, yes. his farm sanctuary, Friends Not Food Farm Sanctuary in West Palm, outside of West Palm Beach. Ragnar, when I when I went to visit that that farm sanctuary, and I was a little intimidated. Turkeys, you know, a really yeah. large turkey. They can be a little intimidating. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, no. Ragnar came right over and he wants to sit in your lap. That's, so these huge, you know. Yeah. It's a beautiful picture of you and Ragnar. Oh, you ha- yes, yes. That's Ragnar. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and then he would take his, his neck and his beak and he would wrap it around to the back of your neck and he was giving you a turkey hug with the sitting on your lip uh, on your lap and giving you a turkey hug with his gobble with his gobble <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> and sorry <laughs> I'm misrepresenting no I'll get there I'll get there all right any anything else tip wise for for people I think that it's gonna just look so different for everybody well, I think so too. And I think probably the the best the best thing that you can do for yourself is just take a deep breath and take it as it comes, you know, and be be open to what what happens and be open to the to the really meaningful moments. And and maybe maybe it's time to just let go. Let go. And we do have an episode. We're not going into what to do when your family and friends aren't on board, because we do have actually a whole episode on that. If you've not, if this is a concern of yours for, for the holidays, definitely go in and check that episode out. And again, I'm not prepared. We'll put it in the show notes. How about that? The link to that episode. Yeah. Um, Cause it was a really, really valuable episode. Mm. And Stephanie, you gave some really, really great strategies, actionable 
you'll take away a lot from that. So if that's a concern for yours, definitely go check that out. Yeah. And I think we're going to leave it at that. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, you guys, if you haven't left us a review yet, please take 30 seconds, go give us some stars and write us a little review. And of course, share this with all the people that you care about in your life. There's a little bit of something for everybody here, Mm -hmm. vegan and non-vegan alike. (laughs) All right, guys, until next time. Until next time. Now, before I let you go, I want to make sure you know about the upcoming six-week Sexy Fit Vegan Boot Camp that we are starting on January 4th. Now, this is a results-driven six-week program, meaning we're out to get you some major results, but not temporary results. Talking about long-term results. We're going to get you those quick wins. We're going to include a detox. We're going to be mailing you out a detox. We're going to start with that after the holidays. Who doesn't want a good detox? But it's also going to include individual meal plans and workout programs. And we're going to work mindset. And we're going to give you everything you need. I'm talking everything you need to not only reset lose that extra weight that you may have picked up over the holidays, but more importantly, to keep it off. So this is not a quick fix. This is a get you results as we give you the tools that you need to continue on after those six weeks, not gaining that weight back and feeling amazing, feeling energized, knowing how to eat, knowing what's right for your body. We're going to teach you all of that. Right. So make sure to check out the link. We will put it in the show notes. The time is now. We are we are accepting people uh, right now, and it is a start date. We are. This is a one time shot, you guys. This is not an ongoing program. This is a six week program starting January fourth. So if you want to start your year off in the most powerful way possible, and start your year off not with another diet but letting us guide you, letting us coach you so that you can start eating in the way that works best for your unique body so that you can enjoy food, enjoy life, build a healthy relationship with food and life and yourself and your body. We're giving you all of that. So make sure to check that out. This is a limited opportunity and it is very intimate. And we do have a lot of one-on-one attention that is given to our our members. So this is not going to be around forever. And we are only accepting a handful of people uh, is all we have the capacity to work with. So check that out and hopefully we'll see you there.